0: You are your most valuable investment. Why aren't you paying yourself first? Why are you paying your bills before contributing to your own retirement account, before contributing to your own emergency savings account? Why? Did you know that I have three really complicated relationships in my life? With me, myself, and I? Close. My relationship with money, my relationship with people and my relationship with self. And they're all connected together because when my relationship with money got out of whack, it totally had an impact on those other relationships. That my friend is what we call having financial sobriety. So who are you? I'm Matthew Grishman, who are you? Jim Gebhardt. And we're a couple of financial advisors trying to have an untraditional conversation about our favorite topic, money. Let's go. Hi, Ace here. Welcome back to part two of Regaining Your Financial Confidence, where Matthew and Jim are going to walk you through the actual steps you can take to building your retirement savings.
1: And we don't like to take ourselves too seriously, so we use funny things like goes in and goes out. Right, right, right. That exercise is kind of the lead up. All of this mindset stuff and then culminating with the profit and loss statement gets you to a position where we can start to get into the part two of the conversation which is the how. Right. Right. We're, we're picking on you and your us barrel, your us bucket in terms of that $8,400, right? Now, you've done a good job of saving and creating an emergency fund so that this is on top of that. Yes. Maybe you haven't been able to, I mean, there've been plenty of times in my life where I didn't have an emergency fund. Yeah. It was going to be my hustle. Sure. <laughs> that was our emergency fund. Sure. This exercise is going to get you to where you can start to build that, right? Oh, yeah. So let's, let's just pretend for the sake of argument that that $8,400 is your growing emergency fund. Not so much in your case and and Amy's yeah, case to me personally. From, sure. from a work standpoint. You don't sure. really have the worry of losing your job. But if the HVAC system went out or a tree fell in the house and you had to meet the deductible and pay for stuff that wasn't uncovered, now you've, you've got – More freedom, because these are expenses you can cover and you're not at the mercy of. Yes. Right? Which is part of the
0: experience we've had in the last year. Absolutely. We've used substantial amounts of our emergency resources. it's called life. And then some with the credit card. Absolutely. Because we've had a bunch
1: of these. Yeah. So as we start to look at some of the how-tos, right, and this show has always been more about mindset than practical applications, but we do want to spend some time talking about Some of the different different buckets that are out there, Yeah. right? And I think most of our listeners are going to be familiar with things like an IRA, like a Roth IRA, like a 401k.
0: Yeah, and what I would suggest as we're talking about this, go back to our website one more time because there's a piece of paper that you're going to want to print and have in front of you when you think about these different money accounts. It's called our Money Barrels Worksheet. And again, on the resources page, so if you go to yourfinancialsobriety.com, Forward slash resources, you're going to see just above the ten 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 tool the money barrels worksheet, and what you're going to see is that there are financial assets, ways to think about saving your money based on the time frame of when you might need that money. Right? You don't. You're talking about this eighty four hundred dollars that Amy and I are going to save yeah. in our us bucket, yeah, for probably some stuff we're going to use soon. This is money maybe that, even now. Maybe even now right? So I'm not necessarily going to take that money and go buy Tesla stock with it because I don't want to take a lot of risk with that money because I don't have a lot of time for it to cook and bake. We want to use this now. So we're probably going to put it in something like a money market fund, which is paying, you know, damn near close to 5% interest today because that's money we're going to use
1: now. Yeah. This exercise, I think, does an incredible job of taking some pressure off of how a lot of people feel with the, I, I got to save a million dollars so I can have some retirement money. Right. Well, that is in the room. Let's honor it. Let's <laughs> recognize that the elephant is in the room. Big elephant. But this exercise lets you carve out different time periods in your life mm-hmm. so that in, the, in this case, you know, in your now barrel, you're going to have 8,400 bucks and your emergency money. And, you know, if somebody doesn't have that, maybe they have some available credit, not the ideal way to have some now money. Again, not for fun and enjoyment, but for emergency purposes. Sure. That if you got to use it, you got to use it. Yeah. Right? When I started Gebhardt Group, I went into the bank and I got a home equity loan for 100000 bucks. Nice. And that was my emergency money. Mm-hmm. And God bless, never needed the line of credit. Yeah. yeah. So we counsel clients often when they're going to make some kind of a major move like that to have some kind of an equity line, assuming they own a home, assuming they have equity, to put that in place as, sure. a, as an unbelievable backstop. Absolutely. But when you go through and you start to inventory, what do you have in the way of assets? You can start to use this tool to help you look at the time frames that you need them. Yeah. Right? And let, let's use me as an example in this. So the now barrel is my emergency cash that I keep around for, you know, who knows what, but God forbid, I'm not retired. If you were retired- You sure act like it sometimes. I, I, <laughs> what do you do all day? Hey, that's My wife asked the same thing. <laughs> uh, so do my kids. The Soon Barrel, uh, a great example of that for me is our boys' education funds. Mm-hmm. We're going to need that soon. Mm-hmm. Two years and four years. Most likely, everything stays on track. God bless you. The wheels, the wheels stay uh-huh. on track. We're getting there, we're fifty. We're, we're 50%. Uh, we're not quite 50% of the way through the mill on that, but right. that's money we need soon. Yeah. Then we have later money. Later money would be our retirement accounts. In our case, it's 401ks and IRAs. Mm-hmm. And some life insurance. You know, we're starting to uh, explore. No, that's, that's never. Uh, well, yeah.
0: for some, <laughs> <laughs>
1: In the old days, sure. No, right. For sure. But, but some of the tools that we have now yeah. within a life insurance policy to build cash value and some cool stuff, yeah, that can also be later money. And then I think Gebhardt Group as an asset. yes goes in either the later or the never barrel to be determined on that. Right.
0: And our house goes in the never barrel. Right, because I would assume you're always going to want to
1: live in your house, not on your house. Right. So using me as the example at 10,000 feet, that's how you can start to go through the exercise of looking at the inventory of your assets and when do you need them. That takes a little pressure off of, oh, I can let the IRA stuff, I don't need that money soon. I'm 53. It's a good long while till I can touch it, use it, whatever you want to call it. There are some priorities that are like, we got to keep socking away in the kids' educations. Sure. Right? Those are not max funded. Sure. Those are are still on a bit of layaway. Yeah. For those of you that remember the old layaway Uh plan.
0: Well, and lucky for you and me, we own a business.
1: So much of
0: our later barrel, and we own a business that's worth a couple bucks. And the value of that business continues to grow because you and I continue to invest in that business. God bless. Because of the discipline muscle of not sucking every dollar out of that business to satisfy every impulse purchase we right, have today. Right. Most people that we come across, our tribe, work for others, and they are responsible for saving that later bucket themselves. Yeah. So there has to be some discipline here on how we save in that later bucket between it's
1: the my, IRAs, the K, the 401ks. And what one of our favorite principles that we have not talked about is pay yourself first. Ooh. I like that principle. So if you do work for someone else and you have a qualified retirement plan, such as a 401k or a 403b or a 4057, 10% has got to come off the top immediately. Boom. That's my standard recommendation for anybody I meet in life is 10% comes off the top.
0: You have to pay yourself first. You are your most valuable investment. Yeah. I had the privilege of doing a little TEDx talk two years ago where this was the topic of my talk here at TEDx Folsom The most important investment you can ever make is in you. You are your most valuable investment. Why aren't you paying yourself first? Why are you paying your bills before contributing to your own retirement account, before contributing to your own emergency savings account?
1: Why? After nearly 27 years of doing this, a lot of which time that time has been spent in 401k land, where we've been the advisor of record on yep. 401ks. Yep. I have yet to have a participant in one of those plans come to me that started at 5 or 6% and bumped it to 7 or 8% and said they could feel the impact of that because of the taxes that, you know, it's all pre-tax.
0: Slow down. Say that again. So I'm, I'm already participating in my 401k. I'm saving 5% of my paycheck, and I am way behind on my retirement
1: savings. If you turn up the dial to 7 or 8%, okay. I do not fundamentally believe— you are going to feel the economic impact of that slight increase. Okay. So step one, let's go gradual. Step one, turn up the dial on A your contribution. Bit. Okay. If you're at six, go to eight. If you're at eight, go to ten. If you're at ten, go to twelve. Okay. Right. Turn the dial start up slightly. There.
0: You won't feel it. See
1: if you can feel it. I would 27 challenge you. Seven
0: years in the business tells you you, you won't. won't feel it. You won't okay. feel it. What if I'm way behind?
1: Well, you got to start. Somewhere, and that's why we go through the exercise of, of the goes ins and the goes out, so you can see where your money's going relative to what you make. Well, and I love and the mindset go, of that. If you go, if you go, take ten percent of off the top, right? So for every thousand dollars of income that you make, if a hundred dollars is coming off the top, you now have to make some adjustment on the bottom. On the bottom,
0: right? Well, that's the and that's why in the last episode we did the whole mindset piece. Where you're identifying in the clarity compass what's most important to you. Because if you're going to pay yourself first, and this is a new concept for you, chances are there's going to be less to pay other people. All that stuff on the goes outs. Yeah. So you got to get clear on what we're cutting.
1: 100%. What? If you have one of these 401k, 403b qualified plans. Yes. The government has been increasing the limits in terms of what you can put into those every year. So those Hallelujah. are those are now at $22,500. Wow. If you have the privilege of being under the age of 50. Wow. If you have the privilege of being over the age of 50, it's now $30,000 that comes off the top, no tax. Wow. Right? That's a meaningful amount of money. That's a lot of money. On an annualized basis? On an annual basis. Now, we're going to get into the weeds here a little bit on some of the how-tos, but that that if it's laying there in front of you as as having an employer that provides one of those, there may even be a match that they provide. Not always, but a lot of companies today will sprinkle a little something on top of your contribution. So did you say
0: $22,000 a year? Yes. Wow. Take a wild guess what $22,000 a year off the top— saved for 20 years, earning a 6% rate of return on that money is worth. So a little bit better than money market. A little bit better than what money markets are paying. Okay, but, so but, conservative. But a lot less than what the stock market has averaged over the last 150 years. What'd you, what did you say, 20 years? 20 years at six. So you're you're 40 years old. You haven't saved yet for retirement. Right. You're grossly behind, like I was. And you figured out how to scratch 22000 bucks a year because you've gone through the the mindset work we're doing, and you commit to doing this now till you're 60. 600 grand. At 6% for 20 years is $809,283. Almost $1 million. One cent. Almost right. a $1 million. Dollars. That's right. not assuming any employer match. Right. That's not assuming any catch-up contributions once you turn 50. Right. That's not assuming any additional savings you can go from zero to almost your first million dollars in 20 years. Discipline.
1: Discipline. That's why these pre-exercises, that's why, if, let's call it the warm-up, right, yeah. if we're going down the fitness theme. Yeah. The warm-up to being able to do the exercises in the workout, which is this, is important because it's going to set you up to be able to get as much of that 22-5 if you're under 50, 30 grand if you're over 50. Yeah. Right? That's step one. <laughs> okay? <laughs> step one is to get that to as close to the max as you can and ultimately max it out. Okay. There's other tools that we can layer in, in on top of that. So the concept of an individual retirement account or a the Roth version of an individual retirement God, account. God, I love Senator Roth. Right. God bless Senator Roth. Oh, he's my hero. So the mechanics of the individual retirement account were around way before the 401k came into place. Yeah. And what does it let you do? It is an individual retirement account. Anybody can have one of these. You have a 401k, you can still have an IRA. You have a 403B, you can still have an IRA. Thank heavens. Okay. And as it stands today, you can put $6,500 into that bucket. And if you're over the age of 50, you can put $7,500 into that bucket. So we're going to give you a lot of mechanics today on different things that you can do. Do
0: you know what that, so let's go back to our 40-year-old. $6,500. So you're doing the 22 grand. You got that in your 401k. And you found some more. And you found some more. You kept tightening up the ship and kept tightening. So yep. now now we're also doing sixty five hundred dollars a year in an IRA for the next twenty years at six percent. Sure. Hit me. Two hundred and thirty-nine thousand one hundred six dollars and thirty-four cents. We crossed the million mark. We just crossed a million. Right.
1: We're gonna assume that most people are in, in relationships with, you know, a life partner, a, a spouse, what have you. And if both of you are working, that's times two. You could go times two, right? <sighs> Now we could get a little a lot of progress. progress. Let's get into a nuance here called the 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 whole benefit around a Roth IRA. You're such one walking nuance. Is <laughs> the money goes in? Unlike your 401k, it goes in after tax. Right, but it continues to bake in the oven all those years, earning whatever it's earning with no tax. And when you start to take it out anytime after 59 and a half, no tax. Mm. Now. The last show was all about debt, right? And the trillion dollars worth of credit card debt, $1.8 trillion worth of, of school loan debt. We didn't get into government debt. I mean, we used up all the salt that there was. I was going to say, we kind of, but we did enough. But there's $33 trillion worth of government debt. But wait, there's more. So you and I are in the camp of staunch believers that yes. taxes likely, likely, Will be higher in the future than they are today. We have some of the yeah. lowest tax brackets we've ever seen in the history of the United States yeah, today.
0: Top rate is the lowest it's ever been.
1: And with that kind of debt floating out there, let's use the probability that taxes are higher in the future. So if I can have buckets of money that are not going to have a tax on them in the future, I am you have my attention. Oh, you're so. When I talk about
0: every million dollars saved should generate about 3 grand a month. I'm talking about net spendable, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about creating after-tax income and the more of that we can create from today
1: going right. forward, the better. Now, those of you that are listening that are making good money, you're thinking to yourself, "Well, I can't, you know, I can't I can't do a Roth. I make too much money." And for a long time that has been the case. Yeah. But now this concept of the backdoor IRA the backdoor Roth IRA. Excuse me. The backdoor Roth IRA is it's very a, intriguing. It's a
0: big a back a door.
1: Yeah. It's very intriguing to me. So how does this work? And ideally, we'd have a whiteboard, but we're just going to sketch this out. So, you know, right, right along with me.
0: Yes. And uh, is this something, by the way, that you can go online and do some more homework oh, on? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So we, don't, we're, we're we, don't have, it
1: we don't have a resource on our, on our website to this yet. effect yet. But so the way this would work, if you make more money than you can qualify for a traditional Roth IRA. You open up a regular IRA, you put in your 65 or $7,500, and on day two, you convert it to a Roth. Mm. There are no income limitations presently on the conversion of an IRA to a Roth.
0: So very simply, I can go to my favorite custodian, the Charles Schwab's, the Fidelities, the Vanguard's, the E-Trade's of the world. Or if I have a financial advisor, we could open up an IRA this year, make a contribution, and then in year two, Convert that to a Roth. Day two. Day two. Sorry, day two. Day two. So today I fund
1: it, tomorrow I convert it. Right. Now, there is a bit of a nuance to this, that if you have existing IRAs, that they need to be converted to Roths first. Ah. So this isn't just a slam dunk. There's a little bit of homework that's involved here.
0: So go talk to your financial advisor if you have one. Talk to your financial advisor, your tax
1: provider, your CPA and get some counsel on this because where this can go is a big number. So if you can do the Roth conversion, you've got another $65 or $7,500 going from a traditional IRA to the Roth. You've gone in and maxed out your K plan, your 457, your 403B with your 22, 5 or your 30. Now there's one other cool, very little known concept called an after-tax 401k contribution. Mm. Now, you got to have the scratch to do this. Yeah. This isn't, I mean,
0: this isn't easy. So I've done my 22 grand pre-tax already. Yep. You're saying after that.
1: Yep. Maybe you had a big bonus. Maybe you inherited a little bit of money. Maybe My lottery ticket paid. The lottery ticket. Maybe, maybe, maybe you got a side hustle. Oof. Right? I'm all about it. Maybe you're you're selling stuff on you know stuff around the house that you don't need anymore on Facebook marketplace or you're you're hustling out there and and you're delivering DoorDash or you're an Uber driver <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm being I'm, 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 I'm being dead serious i know i'm with you and it's not a catch up provision but it's what's called an after tax 401k contribution and depending on your age if you're under the age of 50 you could put another $43,500 into your 401k after tax.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Big amount of money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same amount applies in the catch-up. So when Meaning you tally- over 50. Yeah. When you tally all of that up, oh, and, and uh, same, same applies. That $43,500 goes in. To the 401k, day two, it's transition to the Roth. Move it to the... that Now, this is
0: assuming you have a Roth option. Absolutely. In your company 401k plan. Absolutely. Which today, it seems like... Much more common. Much more common. Yep.
1: You can also, if you're self-employed or you have a side hustle, you can open up solo 401ks and solo Roth 401ks at your favorite brokerage firm. Where does all this go? Because you've got your fancy handy-dandy calculator. Mm-hmm. $72,500 under the age of 50, when you combined a Roth contribution, your 401k contribution and the after-tax contribution, excluding any company match. Okay. This is all legal. This is all legit. This is all above board. There's no funny business going on here. $72,500 a year. If you really want to, you know, pump up your financial fitness,
0: can go into basically a tax-free Roth IRA tax, concept.
1: Tax-deferred during the period it's baking and ultimately coming out tax-free and now for dramatic effect at 6% over 20 years. Well, I did 10 years. Okay.
0: Just for fun. That's $955,000.
1: Give me 20 because our other examples were 20.
0: So 72500 over 20 years at 6%, 2000000 $666,955 and $0.36.
1: And if you have the privilege of being over 50 and you're trying to do the catch-up and run the race a little faster for lost time, it's eighty-one grand, Which makes that number bigger. And bigger isn't
0: always better, but better is usually bigger.
1: This is how you can start to take action. Are you going to get there overnight? No different than no. an Olympian, right? No. no different than a marathon runner. You're not, you're not going to go from I can't walk to my mailbox to finishing a marathon in a short block of time. But if you can put the shoes on and walk to the mailbox and start with some of the exercises that we've been sharing with you today, you can get to these kinds of numbers. You can you can get to where you have seven figures in retirement accounts.
0: Brother, not for today's conversation. We're getting there. You know, I'm dealing with some health stuff. I, you know, my doctors want me out exercising. I can't think of cardio exercise. I have to put my shoes on and step outside. It has to be that simple for me. That's where I've had to start with getting my health back again, where literally my entire goal for my health today is not about going out and doing 30 minutes of cardio. It's about putting my shoes on and stepping outside now, something cool happens when that happens. Yeah. It creates the momentum yeah. that gets my body in motion. As long as you don't walk to the donut shop. And once I stay in, <laughs> once I get in motion, I tend to stay in motion. And you know what? If I walk to the donut shop, damn it, that's still a two and a half mile yaw. Oh, two and a half miles. It's two and a half miles to the donut shop. So gotcha. I could always jog there and have Amy come pick me up. Got it. Because I really can't do much more than that. It's the same thing with money. Yes. It's about getting in motion. Yes. Yes and staying in motion.
1: Whatever exercise we've shared with you today that yes. kind of jumped at you, please start there. Yes. And then go to the next one, right? You don't have to do these in order. You don't have to do them perfectly. We just ask you to get started because that is where the relief is going to come from that's where some energy is going to come from because when you do that cardio exercise oh. do you have more energy after
0: or less i don't know how did i sound today in studio cuz i came in right after a jog and i feel like i've got a lot of energy with yeah. very little caffeine in me so today. this
1: is how you start to build some momentum on changing your relationship with money we've got 27 episodes to help with mindset we've got some wonderful tools on the website to help with mindset we've got some wonderful exercises that we just walked you through from a how-to with the balance sheet and, and the goes-ins and the goes-outs and looking at where you're dropping nickels, the 10-10-10 principle. There is a truckload of free stuff here for you to start to get your financial house in order and to, for you to start to feel better about the progress you're making. And that's our commitment to you. That's what we're going to continue to do until we can't because we have to raise the bar in this country on financial education and the how-tos to make financial life and the freedom that comes with that more prevalent, more available to more people. people. So help us spread the word. You got questions for us, email us, send us a smoke signal, a carrier pigeon, whatever it takes. That's what we're here for. And with that, that's a wrap.
0: If you like what you heard, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. And check out our website, yourfinancialsobriety.com. Thanks again for listening today. Here to help you find more clarity, confidence, and capability along your journey into financial sobriety. I'm Matthew Grishman. And I'm Jim Gebhardt. Be intentional with your money.
2: needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance.